What's up? Hey, internet. What's going on? Hello, <laughs> internet. Oh, didn't see you there. We are live. We are live. We didn't step on your show, did we? We are live. And welcome to another episode of Carbonate Bound to BS with me and the nerds here. How's everyone doing this week? Oh, fantastic, good. man. Great. Feeling great. Absolutely. Good, good, man. It's it's pretty crazy. Just as we went live, I just have some breaking news I'm going to bring onto the onto the team here. So okay. it's crazy what happens when we go live. But um, yeah, another episode of Bad Bats. Um, kind of we're, we're starting that build up, so to speak, to the back half of the episodes. But um, other than Bad Bats, we had some very, very interesting things happen this week as well. Um. So other than the review, um, before we get into everything and some of the exciting things that we had going on as far as people in the channel as well, let's let DP let you guys know where to find us at. Nerdcyclopedia.com, people. Make sure you go onto that website, your favorite website, where you get your favorite social media platforms to you know, chat at us and talk about us and everything. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also on TikTok. Um, if you are on YouTube, thank you for watching us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and also hit that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. Make sure that you also share our your you know, share our, um our podcast there. Um if you're on Facebook, uh, thank you for watching us there. We also have a, a group called Carbonate Carbonate Bounty BS, the Star Wars group. You get your favorite memes, you get your favorite commentary on your favorite Star Wars stuff, and be in a group with a bunch of different Star Wars fans. So you gotta love it. Um, follow us and listen to us on podcasts. We are on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. And finally, um, uh, give us some feedback. Nerds at Nerdcyclopedia. You know, we love giving you getting your feedback and reading on air for you. I appreciate that. And um, it's crazy, um, you know, what a week can do for us, right? Literally what a week can do. But uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll start things off a little different this week. Um, you know, us being a, a nerd channel and we follow everything nerd, uh, nerdtastic, we'll say. Um, DP had an interesting weekend, so to speak. So DP, why don't you let everybody know how your weekend went and give us kind of a review of it. Your boy went on a Disney cruise! <laughs> the Mickey Mouse, the the Mickey Mouse, and I can't do it as well as him, but you know. Um, but yeah, he was in the house. Uh, so what'd you say? Did you get some new ears? You got to get I, ears. I, I, you know, the, the kids got some ears. You know, uh, I should have got, should have got some ears. You know, to represent for the. For the um for the pod here and everything, but yeah, we went on a Disney cruise. It was a um three day cruise. Um, um, unfortunately, we didn't make it to the Bahamas because of weather and everything, but we did get to see Disney Island. Wow, Disney owns its own island, so that was crazy to see. It was really good, you know. Um, um, not the greatest of weather and everything, but we still got you know on our shorts and got to be on the beach and everything, see all the blue, you know, um, um, sea and all that stuff. But yeah, they had their own island and. Um, it was a it was a bunch of people there, you know, still packed. The cruise ship itself was immaculate. It was the new one called the Wish, you know. Um, you know, um, it was about like you know seven seven months old. Um, is that right, uh, teammate? Yeah, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's yeah. about a few months old. So it's their newest, you know, cruise ship and everything. You know, needless to say, it was packed on there. Um, they had so many great stuff, you know, um, involved with that. And I'm not a Disney, you know. I'm not a Disney like, you know, life or anything like that, you know, where I'm just like, oh, pro Disney, pro Disney, this, you know, I'm an anti Disney year. <laughs> I was anti Disney before they got there. <laughs> before they put 
this to MCU, you know, you know, I was very anti Disney. I was like, what is Mickey Mouse? He's gonna ruin the whole Marvel thing. But you know, um, yeah, but yeah, we had a um good time on there. It was a pro Marvel dinner, you know, for us Marvel fans, you know, that love Marvel. You know, we got really, you know, marveled up, you know, Ant Man and you know, Endgame and you know, all that stuff they were showing on the different screens and stuff. It was just crazy. You know, they had like um um silverware with um little Avengers logos and stuff on there. I should have took one home. I man, I was so mad that I did not. But that was <laughs> no, just no, 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 no. They have wow. police they'll, they'll take that back. <laughs> yeah, they had they probably had cameras just all, all around. It was like a whole Avengers, you know, compound thing in there. But um, but yeah, it it was just it was just so nice. The um I have to say the the cleanliness of the ship was just I don't I, I've been on cruises before. I've been on a lot of cruises. Um, the last one I went before this was a celebrity cruise, and I was not impressed with that. I sort of like you know had me put off on going on cruises again until I got on this one. And you know Disney, they changed my mind. You know they have like a bathroom attendant almost all the bathrooms to make sure that anytime someone comes in there and goes out, it's clean as if it was never you know no one ever you know been in there before. It was it was great, you know. The children that you know, my kids, they they had a you know great time. The family had a good time. Some really great, you know, um, uh, uh, shows there. They had the Little Mermaid, Aladdin. They had a goofy thing, you know, at the beginning of the um, you know, the first night and everything. Um, but I was really impressed with their Aladdin and Little Mermaid shows. And I'm not I'm not into those at all. But just the whole production of it. You know, there was they, Disney was not skinching on anything. They made sure that you were highly entertained. And even during the, even though we didn't go in the Bahamas, they still made sure that everyone was happy and you know joyful, and you know made sure that everybody was taken care of throughout the day with different activities and everything. So I, I'm I would go on it again, you know. Um, and I'm back to going on cruises and stuff now. So you know, it's it was a it was a it was a good thing. It was a good experience. Oh, that's that's really well. Um, good, yeah. I mean, I I've been on it, um, so I'm waiting to go on my second one, which would be what is the uh, silver level for Castaway Club. So we're automatically enrolled once we go on one in the Castaway okay. Club. So second, we get like a gift or something. So uh, excited for that. But um, yeah, I mean, fun fun week for you. We also got uh, a big 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 reveal on uh, what was that? The wild card of the football. They showed. Um, Mando trailer, which was, uh, it's funny because they've been, uh, they kind of held us hostage. If you watched it, they said it was going to come out at 8.15 and then, I don't know, viewership was low and then it was like, oh yeah, stay tuned until halftime. So of course, they turned the game off until halftime. But uh, very, very interesting trailer. You guys caught it all? Yeah. Everybody get to see it? Yep. Liked it. Yeah. I didn't see it because I'm a loser. Oh, yeah. bitch. <laughs> I, even put in the, I even put in the chat for you. Sorry guys, I know, I know. You put it there, and I just never had. I haven't had a chance. It's just been. You know, it's on this thing called Disney Plus. You can watch it anytime you want now. I deserve this. You can just watch it. You don't have to watch a football game that doesn't mean anything to you personally. Uh, You can just go on Disney Plus and like watch it. It's it's something called sleep regression in an right. 18 month old that's really been taking up it definitely is. a vast majority of my time. So I'm I'm a little slower than I probably should be and that's all, that that's is all right. that is my fault. <laughs> but well, we're going to ruin the entire trailer. Go that. ahead guys. Listen, yeah. this is again my fault. Hold on. I'll just go ahead and put up a placeholder and you guys just have fun uh, amongst yourselves. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I like? 
I liked seeing Jedi in this. So I liked seeing the um, that that now connection because you know for me, the light sword was always a Star Wars element. It was right. something that, that made it Star Wars, and we hadn't seen it in Mandalorian except for the dark saber. So now we're going to see Jedi with with the Mandalores and a little bit, yeah. I I I, it, I mean it was a great trailer. It had a lot of it had the music brought it back and. Right. We see Grogu now with power, with true power. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a great season. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't think we'll see. Yeah, I don't right. think we'll see too much Jedi. I thought that was more. I think that's going to be the rest of that flashback in the temple. So, I think we're we're going to actually find out who saved Grogu, which will be really interesting. So, because that cut through that door, that was obviously Anakin um, cutting through the door getting those last Jedi. So I think it'll be an interesting, but I mean, the season itself and um, Hitch's back office, but I mean, the breaking news I got is um, Mando season four and potentially season five. Season four is being written right now. Season five is in pre-production um, depending on season four results, but uh, season four is actually being written as we speak with Filoni and team. Um, it's been confirmed. By ultra reliable source, not just a source, but ultra reliable okay. source. They've been writing it for the last. They started writing it about a month ago, so they're in early early production of that. Um, only spoilers I have is um, Grogu's identity will be bigger than Grogu's identity reveal will be bigger than the Luke I'm your father reveal. Okay. So the reveal of he's already Grogu's revealed. Identity. His true identity has not been revealed. That's not his real name either, from what I'm being told. So, okay. yeah, it'll be good, how man. Weird, I mean, how I, weird are they going to get here with this? I mean, how? There's only so many that. places you can go. I think we know, but the tie-in will be um, should be pretty, pretty enjoyable. So, hey, I mean, that's you know, I think I think the oh, thing with oh, okay, so Grogu is Batman. I mean, we we don't want to spoil this for Hitch, but I mean, you know, on the trailer, you saw him going to you saw him going to Camino, so let's start connecting dots, right? I, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of <clears throat> I feel like it's pretty obvious when they say something like that. It's pretty obvious where they're going with it. I think it's great that they're going that direction. Makes a lot of sense. Timelines make a lot of sense. I'm all yeah. for it. I'm all for stuff making sense in Star Wars. But yeah, I have not seen the trailer yet, which is why I docked myself <laughs> yeah. those couple minutes. Well, hey, I mean, this is all, this is live. Can't you? Right. We, we can stream it. We're not um, we're not monetized on YouTube. If you want to put it on, you can. Yeah, but I'd have to capture it, and I would have had to already do uh, it again. I'm lazy uh, and bad. That's well, all right. It. If I had captured it, I would have watched this. <laughs> we wouldn't have this problem. Plus, I'm sure all our listeners and you know viewers and everything. For sure, you know they've probably seen this and everything before. Yeah, the the, yeah. the Grogu thing that that's fine. Sometimes I'm thinking that they're they're. They have to have Grogu in here just to keep the Grogu storyline going, you know, because it's it's a money maker, you know, it's a surprising money maker for him. I'm I'm not, you know, begrudging him for doing that. I want to see a lot more Mando, and I'm glad to see, you know, that we're going to see Mandalore in full form, you know, and get mm-hmm. to see like the back, you know, history and everything in the in live action. We've seen it in like the animated stuff. I'm lo- I'm loving the progression into the live action with Mandalore, and I've been asking for that, you know, ever since um. Um, 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 the, 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 what's her name? Craze, um, Bo, 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 Bo,
Boca yeah, Raton. Ever ever since they came, I'm I'm like, okay, yes, we're getting more you know stuff connected to like the animated stuff, and it's sort of continuing like those storylines, which is going to continue into you know Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, you know all that stuff. So I love connection. You know, I'm always for that. Um, the trailer was nice, you know. I'm just excited to see the fully formed stuff when it comes out, you know. So right. um, the trailer really didn't get me any more excited than I'm already than I, I'm already I'm I'm the way I'm already um with you know seeing Mandal you know the Mandalorian and everything. So I'm just buying my time until April first. I mean, I'm sorry, till March first. Right. Yeah, we definitely all are. Um, and we'll definitely get Hitch's re- live reaction next week. Uh, yeah, so you guys can boo get, the whole time. Boo, yeah, Hitchens, boo. We'll get, we'll get Hitchens he doesn't reaction. know what he's talking about. All right, sorry, guys. Well, well, I'm excited for more Grogu as a, as a, the father of an 18-month-old. I will say that having a nice, easy item for somebody to buy, uh, my kid, for me, that makes my life really easy. So we have a lot of Grogu merchandise. Can't know, a, we don't have enough. That's not a bad thing. Never um, have I'm, 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 I'm not anti-Grogu, but you know. No. He's going on all of us, I think, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's 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 a cool guy. You, he's a cool little you know little yeah. guy. And everything. I, I want to see him come out of his shell. Like I'm looking forward to this season as being his his breakout. We're gonna see who he is. You know his identity apart from Mando. I mean, he's all he's like right now. Everyone thinks he's this weak. He needs to be protected. You know, he needs someone to look after him. So I want to see him hold his own, which it looks like he's going to. Looks mm-hmm. like he's going to, like, hold his own and become his own uh, individual presence. And, you know, Team Mitch, you know, like, whatever leak you got, like, I don't know. Like, where are they going to go with this? You know, what what surprise character are they going to say, oh, he's really this, you know? Uh, they don't know. I mean, it's just they... He's Bruce Wayne. Um, they have sources. No, I mean, it, like I said, they, there's only a couple places it can be, but with the fact that they had certain areas and certain places, Dr. Pershing, there's been people in a trailer. I mean, it only leads to really one one path. It's just how they, I guess, execute. Two words. Real, Two most, words you know. for how they can make this perfect. Yoda sex. Ooh. Ah. I want to see a whole miniseries about how Yoda had sex. I want them to show me all the build up. I'm sure there's a lot of recovery time involved. Probably I want to see the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It's probably a slow yeah, process too. But, but <laughs> Jedi, but Jedi don't Jedi yeah, that's, that, that's, all that's, inside. That's what I would say. Like, you know, what Ken's going to if if he were to even do that though, wouldn't that be like, you know, kind of hypocritical on his part? Totally. Totally. So I mean, who knows? Maybe that can be part of. If that were the way they would go, that could lead to the downfall of the of the Jedi Council, right? Your grandmaster's <laughs> lying, everybody. The whole, the, whole, the whole reason this happened is because Yoda had a sex scandal in like a <laughs> hundred years. BBY. It was in the it was in the National Enquirer front front page. You know, they kept talking about how they couldn't get rid of him. Like in battle, Jedi Master Yoda still in charge after years of investigations into allegations. <laughs> Inappropriate conduct. We were talking about that guy, you know. Remove me from office, you cannot. (laughs) You gotta have that voiceover. Her dress, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So we need we we need a voiceover from uh, what was that Clone Wars? We need that voiceover to read the scandal out. 
<laughs> you know the guy who let right, 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 right. right. The movie yeah, guy. Yeah. Jedi yeah. Master Yoda. Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. the clone, do it again. <laughs> Yoda. Oh no. Uh, oh no. Yeah. Yeah, can't leave him alone with anybody. Yoda. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. But, but leading into this week's episode, one voice I definitely am tired of hearing, and uh, DP has alluded to this, is Omega's non, I don't know, yeah. adolescent voice. She, like I don't know. She's great. I have to I have to watch these episodes with the subtitles on because I don't know what the hell she's saying. The accent <laughs> Correct. is so yeah. Yeah. odd. It's, it's really odd. It's, it's like caught in between two minds. And I, I, it's funny, Ken, that you said that because this episode I did watch the subtitles on because, like, yeah, it's getting to be a little much for me. It's, and I'm pretty patient with this. Yeah, it's yeah. a little weird. They, 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 they took it back with this episode. Uh, we were talking about off mic about this being like the um, – the, the prequel, you know, uh, homage to the prequel and everything. And and for the most part, I, I the intensity of the race and everything was decent, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a good de- character development episode for tech, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, um, it was short and it was straight up to the point or like, like, like your procedural and everything. You get in, you know, you do a mission and get out, you know, mm-hmm. and we get some character development when, when one of our um, our, our major characters, and I'm sure we're going to see that come, you know, uh, play playing later down, you know, later down the line and everything. So I didn't mind it. I wasn't my favorite, especially coming off last week. Last week, it, I, I think last week was a high for me, and then this week was sort of like a, a letdown, but still, a, you know, I mean, Star Wars, it was still good, you know, yeah. um, but not great for me. And yeah, uh, Omega, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It had a great character, Teo. Yep. Awesome. Awesome antagonist and, you know, hero. I mean, this this droid encompassed everything that I think Lucas wanted to see a droid do in this Star Wars universe. It was a storyteller. You were engaged. I mean, everything this guy, I I was crushed to see that he finally powered down. At the end, I mean, uh, I was like, "Come on, bring this guy back! Come on, Tech, you can bring him back." He told you how to connect the servos. He told <laughs> you how to rebuild him. I mean, and a spectacled spectator, spectacled spectator. That, was, that line was funny. Hold <laughs> on, even Wrecker thought it was yeah. funny, and Wrecker doesn't have much of a sense of humor, does he? <laughs> He doesn't think much is funny, and he thought that was hilarious. I mean, I thought this episode was, like we said, it brought back, it sort of connected to the the prequel, The Phantom Menace, car racing, a huge, a huge important piece of George Lucas's life yeah. is racing. Yeah. Anything going fast. Um, American Graffiti, THX 1138. I mean, these movies, his, his early movies had racing in it, and I think this was just a nice little uh just a just a nice little drop that kind of connected things a little bit connected the universes a little bit um i i mean i'm an ascar guy i like anything that goes fast and to see yeah. droids and to see protocol droids to see battle droids and other aliens that we kind of like get to know through the star wars universe racing these these speeders 
I mean, I thought it was a, a brilliant drop, a brilliant story, just just to sort of show that these the bad batch guys are just taking missions wherever they can get them, and make some cash, make some credits, you know, do what they had to do. I mean, it was it it fit. As long as five episode five kind of builds on it, I'm good. Yeah, I'm sure episode five will probably be more Hunter and and they went on their side mission, so we'll probably get like a like a similar timeline, but maybe like where Hunter went and and where where they stayed at. Because I mean, yeah, it was an interesting episode. I mean, to me, it brought out really. I mean, and it's crazy because they use some of these I think shows as tests, but like. This to me shows like once again Filoni's diversity, right? To once again like kind of remix something that George did with Episode One in a pod racing race, and he kind of shows kind of like his. It's almost like somebody like kind of showing their skills off, right? Kind of like mm-hmm. um like his homage, right? I mean, flexing her, yeah, flexing. right. I mean, because it was it was something. It was kind of like borderline the similar thing, but on a different take. And it wasn't. It, it's so Star Wars. It, it fits right in, right? You don't be like, eh, that was too much. It was unrealistic. It just it, everything he does kind of just slides right into place, and and nobody questions it, mm-hmm. which is great storytelling. And it's kind of like um, it's something we always ask for, whether it's Star Wars, whether it's Star Trek, which I don't watch, um, <laughs> any kind of Marvel series. You know, we want when a producer leaves or maybe an executive to leave for somebody else to pick up the tools. You know, DC's been trying it for like, what, 15 years now. <laughs> but literally, like in the Star Wars universe, they have a fan. It's literally a fan and a student of, and a, student. you know, of, of that's, the that's the key word right there. Student, student of yeah. George Lucas. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. really why, why Lucas had him as a mentor. I mean, um, he was a mentor um, mm-hmm. uh, to Filoni. So, yeah, he, yeah. he gets it. Yeah, I mean, it's just so everything he does, it just it fits, right? And you don't question anything he does. Maybe some of the other producers and some of the work they do and some of the the different way they take it. But anything that Filoni's attached to, like, no, how, no matter how basic it is to me, he always keeps me intrigued. Yeah. Always. I think part of part of the genius of Filoni is that he has these really interesting characters, like like Teo, for instance, this character who is in one scene saying I'm an artist, like this robot saying I'm an artist in one scene, and then they're just like, ah, we turned it off. Like in the next scene, it's like ah, we just flipped the switch, it's done. Moving on, and it's like moving on to this other thing that the real episode is about, and they just kind of you know shove it to the side, which is exactly how they always treat droids in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, 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 uh, very funny that they did that. And I like how this accomplishes all the things that the Padre scene in episode one accomplished. It set the stakes. It took up a bunch of time that otherwise would have been spent in a boring location doing nothing. Right. And, you know, it, it really developed our interest in seeing what uh, what tech does. I mean, tech has been just this sort of like, I don't know, almost like an R2-D2 with a voice in certain parts of this series. And, you know, seeing tech develop this, sort of i don't know like this is i mean this is the hobby that batman had in the dark in the dark knight returns right this is what batman got into his car racing uh so seeing this is really interesting and tech also found a way to win uh by uh going against conventional ris- wisdom by becoming faster lighter and less cumbersome you know he was able to to win when nobody else could so i think that's really really neat and this episode you know was there a lot of meat to it no uh, but it wasn't formulaic. It wasn't 
super duper predictable because they did let the droid get taken out by some random <laughs> some random thing like ever uh, through. I, I think that was planned. I think uh Hiregi, Hiregi, whatever that guy that the, the the other gangster planned that. I mean, took that guy out because you don't just go into the pits at full speed for no reason. That was I mean that I mean think about that. He was in basically the any any vehicle moving in that place was supposed to be going like two miles an hour and this thing came full blast so i think that was calculated i think that was a terrorist hit and yeah even the way he walked up and said oh what's wrong with your racer you know huh he looks like he's seen better days i guess the bet is off so this is the whole Watto anakin thing i mean there's so much here I mean, you can't dismiss all the the pandering that was going on during this episode. It, it, was, it was very, it, it was great pandering. Um, the droid was great too. I'm not gonna lie, I liked the droid's personality. It was ironic how he he the lesson he taught <coughs> tech and tech, you know, um, took it upon himself. You know, yeah, the droid teaching, you know, the human what the the um clone, I should say, the the droid teaching the clone how to work be more work outside his comfort zone and everything you know this is a droid you know who's supposed to be programmed to go a certain way but this was a droid teaching him that and you know um tech taking that to heart and everything so i like that full circle you know that that came that that was a lesson taught in this in this episode and everything and the great thing about star wars is always about lessons being taught you know you're um it's, it's something that uh even though andor was great as it was um the core part about Star Wars, I think, is that it teaches lessons. You know, I think that's something that, you know, George just, you know, just had in this thing about um, getting to the root of a character and their personality and learning something about themselves along the way and everything. You know, mm -hmm. um, this episode, it was good. Now that I'm talking about it, it was it was a it was a good episode, you know, um, you know, for that for tech. So I love the character development as far as that. Um and like you know the 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 K, the pandering and stuff that you know if you want to call it that, but it's just like like T. Mitch said, it's Filoni just fitness, just keeping us remind you know keeping keeping us reminded that we're still in Star Wars, we're still okay. Star Wars, you know this is Star Wars that we're watching, and um you you just can't no matter how much you know maturity that you try to put upon it and everything, you still have to bring it back to its core elements. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and. And they did it so well. I mean, it was such a everything. Everything made sense. You had little moments like with the pit droids arguing, with the chess game at the beginning between Omega and Wrecker. I mean, these these things just reminded me of the original. You know, the original movies, the original, you know, the the animated series, something in Clone Wars, something in early Bad Batch. I mean, it's 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 all it's all coming together. Um. And the triumph at the end, like the heroes win. They actually, they actually yeah. win. They yeah. succeed when everyone thought they were out. Who um, didn't see that coming, Tao Ken? Well, you know, you know, even at the end of the pod race with Anakin and Sebulba, you know, it, it looked bad at the, you know, it looked bad for a few moments there, you know, and all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden Anakin like found a way to win, you know? And not cheat. He right. actually won by skill. 
so Tech won by skill, not by cheating. Mm-hmm. You know, he was able to subvert the the crunch. What they call that? Yeah, the 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 the, the crunch. Uh, yeah. They, and he got around it, and they crunched each other, and he won, and he won the race. I mean, it was clean, beautifully done. And you know what? It's funny you mentioned uh, DP. You mentioned Andor because when this episode ended, it was recommended to me to watch Andor. So. I mean, well, you, you know, know that clairvoyance right there, you know, for the most part and everything, they, they, they know what you did, what you need. What, what I should be doing next in my life. So basically the next like 10 to 15 years of my life is mapped out exactly what I should be watching on Disney on Plus. The- hey, hey, Ken, why don't you give us, why don't you give us a quick, tell us why you should be watching Andor and why we should be watching with you just for like real quick. Because it's the great stuff. It's the best stuff, and Cassie and Andor is a is a uh, is 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 just like the he's like the next Han Solo. He's a rebel with a cause. He's a rebel with a cause (laughs) instead of a rebel without a cause. Oh man! How about uh, about Cassie and Andor takes one freshman philosophy class and all of a sudden thinks that he's the savior of the entire universe, which makes him every single college freshman that took a philosophy class. There I said it. I wonder, okay, so so the, the, the folks that's growing up on Star Wars now, the 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 kids and everything, is not really seeing like um like the, the prequel stuff, the you know, the middle, the four, five, and six and everything that's growing up on Andor, that's growing up on like, you know, Clone Wars and stuff. How are they how do you guys think they're looking at the Skywalkers, you know? Um, do you think that, do you think that they start with this and then go back and find, okay, well, they're, they're looking at that as a, like a his, historical, well, it's old. Yeah, no, they got, they got to find, they got to get a comfort level with it. Like they right. can get real comfortable with the new stuff, but then they got to go back and see where it all came from because the Skywalkers are mentioned and you know, there's some other, maybe they aren't. You know, maybe they, we could just write the Skywalker timeline out of this altogether. Okay, okay, DP, okay. I, I know where I know where you're going with this, DP, and I'm gonna give you what you want, right? Because to be on, let's be honest, right? We're gonna hot take. They're not watching it. <laughs> let's just let's just cut out the fluff. Let's just cut out the fluff. Let's cut it out, right? Let's be honest. They're not watching. The new fans are going from Mando to this to this to Ahsoka. I mean, let's be honest; they're not watching four, five, and six. As much as we put it, not unless they recommend it. So when they finish yeah. watching, <laughs> I mean, you know, Mandalorian, <laughs> they, they, hey, we should, we, we, you, you should watch A New Hope. Well, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're just hitting the hit the button, the, the back button on the remote to turn it back. Like, nah, yeah. Yeah, they'll 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 try something else and everything. I mean, it's kind of aching to okay, you know, you got LeBron and everything nowadays. In fact, LeBron is kind of old. You got like um, uh, LeBron's about to set the scoring record this week, right? Isn't that happening like tomorrow? Yeah, something like that. So so you got you know so so people think he's the greatest of all time. Then you got comparisons to Michael Jordan and everything, and you know Bill um um um, Russell, Bill Russell and everything. So. So are are the kids thinking? Okay, well that was Anakin. He's old now, you know. It's all about Andor today. 
You know, it's all about um, Ahsoka today and everything. So now we're in a place where we could compare generations of Star Wars characters with previous ones, you know, from, from when it from when it uh, started. And if they keep with this historical context, I mean, you know, the characters down the line, it's going to just be comparisons on the, the, the you know, the characters of the time and everything, you know? So I wonder if... Uh, I mean, it would be a great question to ask kids or whatever, but yeah, I just yeah. wonder how they compare uh, or do they yeah, look at yeah. Anakin and Luke as old, old fogey mm-hmm. characters? Yeah, like DP, they, never existed. Yeah. they never existed. They weren't even. DP, I think, I think this will be something for probably your kids and Ken because they're younger. Mine are older. But this is something that I will say that has been in maybe a difference in storytelling. So when you see one, two, three, four, five, six, um, the pacing for my kids that are older, even it's so slow that they lose focus. Right. So it's a different time of storytelling. The difference I will say between seven, eight, nine, as much as I hated them is the pacing was so fast because they would literally jump from planet to planet, scene to scene, character to character. So it would keep their attention a little more because the pacing was so all over the place. The older stuff, got us because we right. cared about story more we weren't in a hurry to leave the right. theater right so right. i think right. that's the only real difference is the pacing because i mean when we went back and we watched them to think about like one bro it's like well, as it said it's like two hours and ten minutes of like what it just happened <laughs> and then there, we have five minutes of a lightsaber fight and a pod and a podcast race and, and, and jar jar podcast <laughs> race podcast yeah. race and they're off it's just greg proops doing a podcast that's what that Yep, that really is the scene is. I I think, but you have to also remember that, like, if you look at the older stuff, they have to sort of hold your hand and explain to you what crap yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't just like if I say a Death Star to you, you have a whole lot of like preconditions and notions, and like if I do this, you can probably see it floating in my hand, spinning around, like in that, like when Dooku grabs the plans, right? You can just see it yeah. spin around there. You did, you, you couldn't have done that, you know, in 1977, right. and you couldn't, you couldn't have said. No context whatsoever. You couldn't say, "Oh, here's a Jedi Council in in you know 1992." There was none. Uh, so you have to introduce these concepts. But now Star Wars is a much more mature property. It has a lot more hours of content in it. I mean, when we when we're talking the stuff that we fell in love with, for me, I mean, we're talking what seven and a half hours tops, and that's it. That's done. It. They're doing that in one season of Andor. Andor was twelve hours long. So I think we really have to think for a second about what exactly is the content of star Wars as a body. And as we sort of go more further and further down in the iceberg, we're getting to the point where more and more of the content is modern. And so, you know, if you look at the timeline where the last generation or the, the old war, that's the prequel series right now. So we're, we're right in smack in that time frame where we should be talking about the events of the original trilogy and recasting them in, in with new information, which I think they're doing now. With I think Andor is maybe the first real, you know, cut at that, at really redefining the rebellion, redefining the Rebel Alliance, and changing our perception of the movies that we grew up with. You know, yeah. uh, Rogue One fleshed that story out, but did it change it? Is it very different because of anything that was revealed to us? I would say. Not really. Like we don't find out any secrets that blow up any of the movies or make anyone's motivation seem different. At the end, Leia's running away from Vader. They've got the plans and they're trying to hide him. And that's literally exactly how episode four starts. Uh, mm-hmm. Andor is doing something different. 
Andor is making us reconsider what we think about the empire itself. Reconsider, you know, for one, what type of economic strain building this Death Star put the empire under and how urgently they needed bodies and material. And that, that like the building of the Death Star is the impetus for all the, you know, restrictive measures of the empire, which is the impetus for the rebellion. You know what I mean? And seeing that all fleshed out, I think changes a lot about what you think about it, you know, how the rebellion relates to the empire in, um, in the original movies. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like, think, I think the true nerds that are watching all this new stuff are going to want to go back. I believe that. Watch, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and right. watch where, where it came from. Right. They, they're going to want to watch the unedited, no special edition, original versions of the, these stories to see how, how this all evolved and and where what started this whole mechanism this this lifestyle i mean there's there's folks out there that live this i mean we all live it to a certain extent but there are folks out there that live it to the point where they're they they dress you know they cosplay the whole thing i mean they they really deep dive into it so there's people out there that are going to go back and watch the original films and want to see where it all came from and it's all available on disney plus you can watch it and they suggest it and every episode you just watched even that grogu dust bunny episode they suggested i watch rogue one and i failed <laughs> to see the connection like i failed to see how grogu making friends with dust dust bunnies led me to rogue one I didn't get it. I watched it anyway, but you know, whatever. As long as you're following the orders, Ken, I don't think right. they really care. Yeah. You know what's crazy though about what you say, Ken? I mean, it is very true about a lot of people, even older than us, that are being drawn in to Star Wars since Disney Bottom. I don't know how many people I've seen in the last three to five years with like rebellion stickers on their back window of their cars, like mm -hmm. you know, different Star Wars stuff. I've, I've ate out a couple times recently, right? And I've seen like like Mandalorian, like Creed, like tattoos mm -hmm. on people's wrists. Like yeah, I'm sitting yep. there like, wow, like it's really taken to that level that I've seen people actually got new tattoos of newer properties, newer IPs of, of Star Wars, literally on their body. That yeah. you know, just because of this new content and just because how people have taken into it, right? Uh, we talk about like how we feel about it, but I mean, it's like you're saying, it's it's really went to a whole nother level that I could even imagine, to be honest, in, in a short amount of time. Yeah. Since Mando, thing. man. Right. Yeah. It's really yeah, man, Mando off. was a great catalyst and everything. And it's so great that they, you know, got that taken off because it, it, um, it showed you that it was a different side of the universe, um, other than, um, you know, Luke Skywalker and, and, and his tail and everything. You know, sure we got Ray and you know Finn and all that and everything, but Mando, you know, Mando, that was a um and and remember that was around the time when COVID started happening. Everybody was like, you know, in a in a state and everything. Disney Plus first came out, you know, Mando was like his launching pad. So that just had everybody drawn in, you know, to 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 watch that thing. And it was new Star Wars content, you know. It's like, what the heck? You know, this Weird is a coincidence of things, wasn't it? Huh? Like weird coincidence, right? COVID, we were locked down, and all we could watch was Disney Plus and Mandalorian. 
Mm. Did, did the mouse Ken did the mouse plan this? Like in some sort yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it all. They, I mean, I mean, think about it. The timing was perfect. Yeah, it sure was. You know, it got them. It got them a hell of a lot of subscribers really quickly. Really quick, because now you had kids at home that that We're didn't really have is struggling money. right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> kids at home. What are you gonna do? Huh? Oh, what's that? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, got the joke. Peacock. Um, the poor peacock. Yeah. But no, I mean, yeah, guys, it's. It, the times have definitely changed, and it's definitely been interesting to see these properties pick up. I mean, as we say, we're on Bad Bats episode four. There's what this season? Is there 10 episodes we're doing? I think it's more than that because last season, wasn't it like 12 or 13 or 14 or something? something like, I don't know if they were splitting it in a half, like oh, doing a three-part right. one, part two. 16. Sixteen. Yeah. I don't know if they're running them all together, if we'll get a you know typical – mid-season break type feel um but yeah i mean that's a lot of content that leads literally smack dab into as we talk about mandalorian and then other properties and obviously we're about a month out as as we greatly say with with disney tv that uh we've now notified daily that ant-man is coming out ant-man and the mania so i get my daily update of, of that movie coming up so we definitely have a lot of content coming out uh, in a nerd stratosphere which is exciting, right? It's it's always fun. Any anything nerdy, you know. Anything, anything right? <laughs> but uh, before we go, um, something that hit me because obviously we talk about the sequel trilogy, right? And it's just like it was one of those things we talk about a list actors and and people we'd want to see. Um, kind of watching Andor and seeing how Andor was, it might be the craziest hot take in the world, but based on how this actor is, I 100% can see, like, I, I can honestly see, if he was younger, it would work, but, like, Tom Cruise playing, like, Hal Kestis. Like, you know, when you watch this stuff, like, Mission Impossible, the guy does his own stunts, like, super active. I think Tom Cruise would be a great character in Star Wars, whether it be a villain no, or a Jedi. Kyle Kestis is, like, what, he's 80 years old, or what? No, I mean, he's Cameron Monaghan. I get it, and he's younger. He looks the part, he's but I'm saying, like, that, that, that type of character, like, because you see the stuff he does, I mean, like, Mission Impossible. Not, not as Kyle Kestis. No, but, like, that type of character, life. yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, all right, all right. I think Tom Cruise, no. No, that's Cameron Monaghan, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully he gets... Tom Cruise should be someone like either like uh, like Exar Kun or like uh, right. some some Sith Lord, or he should be like the face of the Jedi Order for you know whatever that character's lifespan is some fifteen like a long time before yeah. this time, just because that's the type of thing he's doing, and it would allow him to explore that that part of his life that he has kept hidden from the rest of the world for reasons that are probably good, uh, and be someone who is seen as almost a messianic character. I think that could be a really great part for Tom Cruise to play. And I think there's probably a whole mess of great parts for him to play. I mean, goodness, just somebody, just somebody that, that poor Han Solo knockoff runs into just anything for that poor Han Solo to jazz up, whatever that, that next movie could be. I want to see that happen. Deep fake Harrison Ford, do it. Just do it with what we all want to see. Do it. 
That'd be smart, yeah. Because especially after that what is, they're doing yeah. with Indiana Jones Six. Oh, if it's gonna look that good, yeah. Mm, can't wait for that one. Yeah. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry, guys. All right. No. That's that's what we talk about, and that's that's something we'll get into. We'll have to bring up another nerd psycho show as well to catch things up. Like I said, we're a month out from Ant Man, and we'll have our reactions to that obviously in the next month. But uh, yeah, we'll have things kicking off on all our platforms. As DP tells you regularly, please interact with us on Facebook and and all our different platforms. As we do appreciate the feedback, and um, yeah, guys. Um, any final thoughts before we dip off this week into um, a galaxy far, far away? Yeah. Looking forward to the next episode. Hopefully, um, it gets back into some deep, dark, you know, um, you know, well, um, imperial stuff. Well, we'll we'll get the band back because the other two batch they're off completing their mission. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently delivering some sort of space nugget of some sort. <laughs> like I don't know, some sort of space chicken <laughs> McNugget of some sort. So. We'll see them back, and then uh, we'll get we'll get probably another mission with yeah. Sid. Sid is going to send them off somewhere, and they're going to have to develop themselves as a team now. And I still say, I still think Bullseye is going to come back for them. Crosshair. Crosshair. Sorry, Bullseye. Bullseye. <laughs> Bullseye. That's Will Smith, right? Bullseye. No, you I think that's Colin Farrell. Good shot. Yeah, Dead shot, Suicide Squad. You're right. Yeah, Dead shot. Dead shot. Bullseye is Marvel Daredevil. You know, Daredevil. Okay, so Crosshair, right? Yeah, Crosshair. He's going to come back and not be with the Empire anymore. I think. The, I think the band is going to get back together here at the end of the season. Whoa! The season. Okay, maybe at the end. Not. Not. Not so soon. Not next week. Yeah. No, not next week. Not in a couple weeks and everything. We're gonna give it. We're gonna give it some time, because they're gonna get a mission. They're gonna get a mission. They're like, you know, we need him. We need him back, and they're gonna know how to communicate with him, and they're gonna get him back. Because I feel like, I feel like the Empire is not appreciating him, and he's a guy that needs to be appreciated. I I, I gotta see some empathy somewhere with Crosshair before he gets back with the gang and everything. You know, he's out there killing just you know because that's his job. <laughs> and you, I just I I I cannot stand the Empire. I mean, that's you know that's just a prerequisite. You well, know, well, to come on yeah, this program. Guess what, DP? The Empire's in charge right now. They are in oh. charge of the whole oh. universe. Oh. They got that's right, DP. It's not just the Empire; it's your Empire. They they got everybody's Empire. You know, you know, they got that's the empire for everybody, people. not just some it's people. It's not just your empire, it's my empire. <laughs> you I remember that. The Chief Palpatine cares about you. That's who cares about you. She cares deliberately about you. Yeah. Sugar Daddy Sheev. <laughs> oh, no, man. Yeah, guys, exciting, another exciting episode. Um, and we lead in the Episode five after Ken watches uh, Andor again tonight. Um, <laughs> again. Another 12 hours of Andor. So that'll put him at uh, waking up at 11 a.m. tomorrow after this. To uh... What uh, what are you going to do, Ken, when you when you watch one of these things and it just says, like, at the end, go to bed, Ken? <laughs> Is there just an episode two? Just go to bed. That's enough, Ken. Just go yeah, to bed. Just go to bed. Like That'll be the end of my subscription, I guess. <laughs> I, guess <right? laughs> I guess that's the end. That's end of life. End of line. 
<laughs> now we're gonna have to do Tron. You know, we haven't even on, talked now. about Tron. I like I like your last you guys. Yeah, Tron you. Legacy. Uh, so I'll say because oh, that's for another podcast, <laughs> but um, Tron Legacy is like top three fa- top three movies of all I like time. That. I, I like that movie a lot. I'd be willing to I'd be willing to do a review of Tron Legacy. Yeah. It's yeah. an interesting yeah. film. Yeah. And of course we'll be doing live reviews from the mouse's uh, the mouse's house when Tron opens. So you know we'll, we'll get some footage for you guys for that as well. Um, but yeah, guys. Uh, until next week, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs>